You're listening to It's Not Normal, It's Toxic with Dr. Heidi, a toxic relationship specialist. Here, we bring hope, healing, and freedom to those who have been affected by toxic relationships and emotional abuse. Learn to not only recognize a red flag when you see one, but have the courage to choose yourself and move forward in a life that's free from toxic control of others. Living in an environment that's not healthy for you can cause this type of abuse to be accepted as normal. The truth is, it's not normal. It's toxic. Welcome back, everybody. This is Dr. Heidi. First things first, um, I did want to make an announcement. I don't know that all of you listeners know, most of my followers on Facebook know, my team and I, Coaching with Dr. Heidi team, have been hosting women's retreats in the fall in November for the last four years. And we have one that's up and coming in November this year. And um, we always open the retreats up to those who have attended before um, and to those who have attended other um, things that my coaching team have been involved in. We always open it up to them first so we can get an initial head count. Once we know um, how many of those people are interested in coming, we open up a few more spots for the listeners on the podcast, for the followers on the Facebook page, and for those who are in the Strength Within support group. So this is a quick announcement that the fall retreat with Coaching with Dr. Heidi um, is got a few openings. So I'm gonna tell you a little bit about the retreats. When I started the coaching, um, I did not start in toxic relationships. I started coaching in making yourself a priority. Why? Um, really? Because nobody wants to talk about toxic relationships, right? I'm not doing that. I didn't talk about it when I was in it. Why would I talk about it when I'm out of it, right? So I started doing some coaching in making yourself a priority. And even though that did stem from my past in toxic relationships, I didn't feel like it was tied to my past in toxic relationships. So I had programs that were self-discovery. You know, what are your values? What, what do you want to do? Let's set some goals. You know, building self-esteem, building self-confidence, building self-worth, those type of things. And the first year, we had a retreat called Priority Me. And it was fabulous. It was small. Of course, it was the first time I'd done a retreat, so... You know, I couldn't bite it all off in one um, chomp, but we loved it. The staff had a riot. Uh, the attendees loved it. In fact, the attendees from that first retreat still have a Facebook page that they communicate with, and they still get together occasionally to see each other. So we knew right after that first one that the Priority Me retreat was going to be something we did every year. Now, each year since then, it has grown in numbers, it has grown in um, location. The draw has been broader every year, and this year is no different. The theme this year is called Priority Me, Love Yourself Strong. 
And although my base now is in toxic relationships, there was no way I could avoid talking about it because it is my past. It is who I am and it is what made me. And it is now what my mission and my passion is. But that being said, the Priority Me Retreat is something that the coaching team holds very dear. We love it. We get to hang out with the attendees. And so this year's is Love Yourself Strong. We have a couple openings to the first responders, I guess. Um, but I'll tell you a little bit about it. It is going to be November 13th through 17th, 2019. It will be in Branson, Missouri. And it is all inclusive. Once you get to the retreat venue, um, food, lodging, and activities is not your problem. That is what we are there for. So if you have been wanting to do something for yourself, been trying to find time for yourself, been wanting to learn to make yourself a priority, wanting to make some changes in your life, you know, wanting to step out and dare do things that maybe you haven't done or things that have just been on the back burner and you want to have the encouragement and the support from others um, to start doing that kind of stuff, this may be a great opportunity for you. You know, making yourself a priority is not selfish. Making yourself a priority is what gives you the energy and the love to make other, people's, other people a priority. You can't give what you don't have. So if you don't have self-care and self-love, you can't give care and love. And that's kind of what we teach at the Priority Me retreats. And uh, we are very excited about this falls. We have many of the states represented. Um, if you are interested and want more information um, I, I believe there's three spots available. If you want more information, message me through the Coaching with Dr. Heidi Facebook page or message me through the Coaching with Dr. Heidi Instagram account. And what I'll do is I'll get your email and I will have Angela email you the specifics. Um, I do not think now that I'm putting this on the podcast that these spots are going to last very long. So if you're interested at all, get us your email so that you can get the full description because it would be great to be able to meet you. That being said, if you are not a member of the Strength Within support group on Facebook, I highly recommend it. It is growing rapidly. Um, just search Strength Within. It is a closed group. People can find the group, but they cannot see who's in it and they cannot see what's posted in it. And those in the group cannot share anything that's posted in it. So it is, it's a pretty good place where you can be yourself. You can ask for advice. You can, you can look for the support that you need um, in the toxic relationships that you're dealing with, that you're healing from, or that you are trying to um, disconnect from. So that's called Strength Within. The other thing is the Freedom Me online coaching program will start over on October 8th. So if you're interested in doing a coaching program with me, the online one is a great way to get all the information at a very, very affordable price. You can message me about the specifics on that or go to coachingwithdrheidi.com and all of the details are on um, the website. If you have not taken the TPA, I encourage you to take that. TPA stands for Toxicity Profile Analysis. And it is a lengthy questionnaire that gives me insight to what type of toxic person you're dealing with. That way, should you decide to do a consultation with me, 
You don't have to spend the time of the consultation telling me about the toxic person and what they do because just from the results that I get from that TPA, I'll be able to tell. Um, that's available on the website. You can take that. And um, oh, and the big thing, the big thing, Coaching with Dr. Heidi is going on tour in 2020. And we just announced it. You can look up the dates and the locations on the Coaching with Dr. Heidi page. It'll be on the website uh, very soon. But what I decided is, you know, when I was in a toxic relationship, if I wanted to go somewhere to learn about it or, you know, to help myself, I don't know that I would have been able to get out and to spend the money and make an excuse to, you know, be at an event that was not in the same state. And so what the team and I decided we were going to do in 2020 is we are going to make ourselves available into your cities. So um, we've got four planned as of right now for 2020. The first one is January 25th, and it is gonna be in Pittsburgh. So if you're in or around the Pittsburgh area and you want the details for that, I believe the tickets are already on sale. Um, so, if you want information, let me know. The last week of March will be the national conference. The national conference will be held in St. Louis as usual. That one is a little bit longer. The one in Pittsburgh is one day. August 8, we will be in San Francisco. And October, I want to say 10th, but don't quote me on that. We will be in Denver, Colorado. And then in November, we will have once again, the Priority Me Retreat of 2020. So that's kind of where the locations of Dr. Heidi and her staff are gonna be, uh, teaching the character traits of the toxic person and how to recognize the red flags so that you can protect yourself. So that was a lot of announcements, um, but there's so much exciting stuff going on. I don't wanna forget because I am here to get this information to you. That's my job. So I have a lot of different avenues to do that because I know everybody's situations are different. Okay, the topic that I wanna to cover today um, was suggested by one of my clients. And um, you know, when she suggested it, I thought, oh yeah, that'll be easy. And then the more I thought about it, I thought, you know what, this, this is rather a complicated topic. So rather than me trying to write it down, um, I'm, going to, I'm going to try to just talk off the top of my head about this. Um, what the subject is, is letting go, okay? Um, to me, letting go is not anything that I can describe. You know, it's a feeling. It's a feeling that I couldn't have even known about until I experienced it. And it's something that you can't know about until you experience it. So if you try to describe it to somebody else, it's very difficult to uh, relay what letting go actually feels like. And I know many of you have had to let go of things. Think of letting go of a pet if you've had to rehome a pet or letting go of a friendship that, um, you know, was sadly dissolving or, you know, you know what goes along with letting go. Every emotion in your body happens when you're letting go. So I want to discuss the whole letting go thing um, just a little bit. How, you know, how do you let go? When do you let go? What if it's the wrong thing? You know, I wish 
there was an instruction manual, a list to follow, a checklist, a to-do list, a set program that I could fax you, email you, text you to get you through the letting go process, right? Um, I wish I could do that so that there was no emotion and there was no tears and there was no pain. It was just gone. And I kind of will relate this to something that we taught our girls very early. Um, I grew up on a dairy farm, so we had horses. I had a pony that pulled a cart. Um, even though the pony was little, regardless of how little the pony is, the pony was still bigger than me, right? So the first thing my dad taught me is don't wrap the lead rope around your hand. If you're going to hold or lead the pony, you just hold the rope in your hand because of why? Because if the pony takes off or the pony jerks back or the pony gets spooked and runs away, all you have to do is let go of the rope, right? If you have that rope wrapped around your hand and the pony spooks or the pony sits back or the pony runs away, that is going to be painful, right? And there, I mean, hands break all the time because somebody has wrapped their hand into a horse's lead rope. So that's, that's the first thing you teach somebody is don't wrap your hand in the rope. And it's just normal. You know, you throw a little ring around it and you're carrying it like that. That horse takes off, that rope will tighten around your hand and you will feel it. Why? You can't let go. You know, and in a situation like that, you, you feel like if I don't hang on to this horse, he's going to take off. Or if, you know, if this pony gets away, I'm going to be in trouble or he's going to run away and we're never going to find him. So your instinct is to hold on, you know, and if the rope is wrapped around your hand, it's going to get squashed. And if your rope's not wrapped around your hand and you're still trying to hang on, you are going to get one mean rope burn. Our instinct is to hang on, but in reality, we're going to have less pain. There's going to be less chaos. There's going to be less healing if we would just let go. But our instinct wants us to hang on because what if, you know, what if we're making the wrong decision? What if we don't make it? What if we can't move forward? What if we lose our kids? What if we don't have any money? What if we don't get a job? What if nobody loves me again? So our instinct is to hang on because there's so many what ifs if we let go. And, you know, I, I feel like, like the concept of letting go oftentimes gets confused with um, giving up. Letting go and giving up are not the same thing. You know, um, when we are in toxic environments, everything is a competition. Everything is a fight. Everything is a standoff. Everything is chaos. Everything is a struggle. Everything is hard. It's exhausting. That's just how it is. So when, when we introduce the concept of letting go, that's way too easy. Nothing in this toxic relationship has been easy up to this point. So letting go certainly can't be the answer because it's way too easy. So instead of us just accepting letting go for letting go, we convince ourselves that we're losing or we're giving up. So we can't let go because our instincts don't want to lose. 
and we don't want to give up. Just like hanging on to the lead rope with the horse. Our instincts hang on because we don't want to lose the horse, right? We want to stay strong. We want to prove to people that we can keep our strength and we can hang on to this horse and stop this horse. It's the same thing in a toxic relationship. We think that the strength comes from hanging on when looking back now, the strength is in letting go. It is easier to hang on and to endure the same stuff you've always been enduring. But real strength and real courage and facing your fear comes with letting go. And I wish I could describe the feeling that you have when you let go. I wish I could box it up and send it to you so that you could open it and you could feel the feeling of letting go so it wouldn't be so scary. But it's letting go is like no other feeling I've ever felt. The day you decide that you're done and the day you decide that you're, it's time for you to be a priority and the day that you decide it's time for you to get out and get healthy and get happy is the day that you're going to feel like there is a weight lifted off your shoulders. Now, I, I don't want to paint this picture that the day you decide the toxic relationship is over because that's not always the way it works. You know, I have clients, myself included, that, you know, the divorce was just the beginning. But the more you learn to let go, the easier it is for you to not let things affect you because you realize you're not giving up. And you realize you're not losing. You realize, no, you're actually letting go. And in letting go, you're choosing yourself. You're making yourself happy. You're doing the things that you need to do for you. The toxic person is going to make you feel like you're losing. And make you feel like you need to hang on to that lead rope. And they're going to make you feel like nobody's ever going to love you. And you better stick around here and thank your lucky stars that they're in your life because you will never be anything by yourself. So if that is just another game of manipulation. But you will realize when you start feeling the sense of letting go and the feeling of the freedom that comes with it, you'll get to a time in your life that you're going to realize the sense of letting go and the happiness you feel when you do let go is going to far surpass anything that the toxic person tries to do. You, you all of a sudden get to, when you've let go, you will be at a point where, and I just had somebody tell me this, I know this is not over and I know that I still have to deal with this toxic person, but I also know that there is nothing at this point that the toxic person can do that is going to ruin my happiness and ruin my freedom anymore. Once you have let go of all of the strings that are attached and put your energy into healing yourself and your own happiness, you're going to say the exact same thing that that client said. That there's not a single thing that that toxic person can do or say that is going to steal your happiness and steal your freedom. And that's when you know that you've let go. And there's a couple quotes, you know me reading quotes. Um, I decided to look up some letting go quotes. So I'm just going to read them. Sometimes people love these quote things and sometimes you'll hear one that just resonates with you and you can grab it and make a screensaver. But 
Some of us think that holding on makes us strong, but sometimes it is the letting go that makes us stronger. And in my case, I will tell you, letting go and leaving was the hardest thing I have ever done. I don't wish leaving a toxic relationship on anybody. That's why I'm here to help. I have done it. I have been there. I can walk you through it. That is why I have dedicated my life to this because I know from experience that letting go is not only the hardest thing you'll do, but it is also the thing that is going to bring you your freedom. It is going to make you one of the strongest people you know by letting go. One of the most courageous decisions you will ever make is to let go of what is hurting your heart. We hang on so tight because we don't want to give up and we don't want to lose. And when you look at it, look at how tight you are hanging on to the thing that is hurting your heart the most. The day you let go and that pain is gone is the day that you've got your freedom. It's the day that you've won. It's the day that you've got yourself back. It's the day that you get to be you. Let go of the illusion that it can be any different. We all know this game. Well, they said they're going to change. Well, they said they'd go to counseling. Well, they said they were sorry. Well, they said it's going to be different. Let go of the illusion that the promises are going to be followed through on. Chances are they're not. And once you let go of the illusion that things are going to change, and once you let go of the expectation that it's going to get better, and once you quit expecting things to happen, it's not going to be as devastating when it doesn't. Letting go means accepting what is exactly as it is without fear, without resistance, or without struggle for control. That is my favorite of the quotes that I found. Letting go means accepting what is exactly as it is without fear, without resistance, or a struggle for control. And now I'm picturing the horse and the lead rope. The horse is headed one way because it's spooked and you're hanging on to lead rope the other way. That right there is a struggle for control. And you think that you are winning by hanging on to that lead rope. And the horse thinks it's winning by pulling you down the road. That is the exact illusion or illustration of a toxic relationship. You hanging on for dear life of a lead rope that is rope burning your hands. So letting go means accepting what it is. You are not going to win when you are hanging on to the lead rope of a full grown horse, right? Accept what it is without fear, without resistance, without trying to hold the horse back. You will never do that. And with, or the struggle for control. It's the same thing with the toxic relationship. Accept it for what it is. Step out of the fear. Quit resisting the fact that it is what it is and stop struggling for control. And when you do that, you have won. Just know that it's not giving up, it's letting go. Oh, I do like this one. And it is 100% true. Some people come into your life specifically for the reason to teach you 
how to let go. Isn't that a strong statement? Some people come into your life specifically to teach us how to let go. We need to know how to let go. We need to know when something's hurting us and to leave it alone. Rather than feeling like we're losing and feeling like we're giving up and, and trying to pull it as tight as we can and hang on as tight as we can, we need to realize that we need to learn to let go. And when I was talking to the lady the other day that suggested I do a podcast on letting go, there was some music lyrics going through my head. So I had to sit down and write them down till I could figure out what song it was. And of course, it's country because I'm country, but it is a Reba McIntyre song. And because it's country, I think it's about cheating and, you know, that type of thing and letting go of a relationship like that. But there's a chorus in this song that I love. And it's, to me, it was very impactful because I remember upon me leaving, I listened to this song over and over again, which is probably why my mind recalled it when um, she was talking about it. But, um, and I'm just going to read that so it's not going to sound like the song. But, and in the silence, something begins to unravel. You never knew them like you're knowing them now. Falling out of love and back into your life. Pulling your heart out from under the knife. Closing the door on all the dreams you used to know. Falling out of love, but back on your feet. Turning away from the dead-end street. Finding out that nothing feels as good as letting go. That song was huge for me. I had to reassure myself that it was okay to let go. It was okay to change. It was okay to better myself. It was okay to make myself a priority. Nothing feels as good as letting go. Thank you for listening to It's Not Normal, It's Toxic. If your life is being affected by a toxic relationship, visit coachingwithdrheidi.com and take our free toxicity profile analysis or schedule a personalized consultation with Dr. Heidi. You can also follow us on Instagram at coachingwithdrheidi or join our private Facebook group at Strength Within. Take your first step to freedom today. And remember, it's not normal, it's toxic. Thank you.